Hello everybody, it's Chris. We've got a bit of a funny show this week because after last week's technical difficulties, we had exactly the same problems again this week. Luckily, we had a bit of a backup plan and we managed to get onto YouTube Live last night. So without further ado, enjoy today's DLP Show podcast. Hi, pals. <clears throat> Hi, pals. And welcome to the Disneyland Paris Show. Here's your hosts, Lucy, Chris and Hugh. <laughs> Gosh. And now, Disneyland Paris News. The return of Rhythms of the Pride Lands will return to Frontier... Frontier Theatre, the 23rd of October, along with the controversial Guaranteed Access Stream Scheme. <laughs> Chaos hits Newport Bay Club as custodial and cleaning staff exercise union rights and go on strike. Chaos hits 37 Disney Street, but also a music album, The Best of Disneyland Paris, is now available to stream and purchase on various online platforms. And finally, the Laugh and Go food truck is now selling Laughing Cow Pumpkin Soup. Ooh. Hey there, hi there, ho there, Disney pals. Thank you so much for joining us on this rather strange Sunday night. Once again, technology has seemed to have defeated us as far as the YouTube live stream is concerned, but at least we're getting a podcast out to go. The darndest thing, technology we've used dozens of times before, simply didn't do its thing. That's the only thing we can say. Yeah, it's two weeks in a row. We've we've just got bitrate issues, problems with the software that streams it, problems with YouTube, problems with everything that we can possibly have problems with. Um, I'm going to have to work to get it fixed so that when we're hopefully back together, next week and you're no longer isolating we can uh, do an actual show so that's the other <coughs> excuse me piece of news <laughs> is that Hugh and I did indeed test positive on PCR tests earlier this week so we've both been in full isolation this week mm. um, and so has Bonnie so we've, we've not left our wing of 37 Disney Street just as Chris was able to emerge from his wing we got trapped in ours but yep. Hopefully, again, all this will be sorted fairly soon and we can come back to our familiar surroundings all together in our doom buggies and such like to record a regular show. But for now, let's get going with what we do have on the slate because Hugh's still trying to figure out some technology and I'm trying not to be distracted. So, given all the problems we've had this week both personally socially and technologically we haven't got a fully formed discussion for you today so it's going to be we're answering your questions in a totally unprepared and slapdash version of ask us anything so get those out in the chat because we will be cha- um, chatting about anything you want to chat about we can see the nobody chat nobody asks questions <laughs> i have a few up my sleeve that i'd like to ask the boys now then, but before that, we talk about the news. So, the rhythm of the pride, I wrote this terribly, the rhythms of the pride lands, two S's in there, um, is coming back to Frontier Theatre. We already knew that. But what kind of got bombshelled into the Disney community, this was last week, but we didn't have a show last week either, is mm. they've now got this guaranteed access scheme and it's already showing up on the app. So basically, um, it's 15 euros to book a seat 
so that you don't have to queue. Now, if ever you've queued for summer shows at the Frontierland Theatre, it's very much you're not queuing for the next show you're queuing for the queue after for the show after that because the queues get so long it's a thousand seater theater and the queue will go right down to um Pocahontas's playground and at that point there'll be a cast member saying you're now queuing for the 4 30 show and it's like 12 30 it's a bit bonkers so mm. the putting aside 200 out of the thousand seats so that's basically a fifth of the theatre for paying customers basically so it's 15 euros per seat now just on top of this i have to mention there is is still and there has always been 23 seats for mastercard holders this goes back well as long as i've been going to disneyland paris and covering stuff like this at disneyland paris they've always had these 20 seats for mastercard holders you go to um what do we call it guest relations I think it's for platinum card holders, not just your regular bank card kind of thing. Mm. And um, you just get a seat sorted out. So they're, they're still there. But how do we feel about this, Chris? Um, it seems like another thing that we have to pay for on top of what we've already paid for again. Doesn't it just feel like more of the same? It seems to be hitting us constantly at the moment. And that's, it's getting a bit frustrating really, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, it's, I think I, I tweeted this. I felt quite strongly about it. Oh, we're here. Oh, at least me and Hugh are here. Oh, 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 oh. oh good. I'm but you can still hear me. So that, that's quite good, isn't it? <laughs> Chris, I think what it was, was, uh, uh, I think the camera has been used for Zoom. Ah, uh, yes, that, that is, that's, yes, because the camera has not disappeared yeah. on my screen. Fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, hang on, I'll resize this. <coughs> so, Excuse Chris me. is currently just a uh, dismembered voice. A disembodied voice. Dismembered but I am here, I assure you. <laughs> I can go if you want, do want me to go? No, 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 we like your input. We kind of, we need that. It's like talking <laughs> to God. Um, I think I put this on Twitter, is... The thing I've been trying to put my finger on for a couple of years now, what it is that rankles me about this kind of nickel and diming, and that is Disney are blurring the lines about what's included in the park ticket and what isn't. Mm -hmm. And I feel like anything that is included in the park ticket is verging on a human right. It's a Disney right. Once you're there, you have a right to that thing. So then to start upselling, upselling things that are already in that ticket is... It feels it feels grubby, quite yeah. frankly. And so it's if you can see the show but you have to queue, them's the breaks, I can accept it. But you can see this show, but you either have to queue or give me fifteen euros. Feels like extortion. It feels like actual handout, eyebrow wiggling, extortion, and I really don't like and anything that's like that annoys me. I don't mind them charging for parking at the hotels. I mean, I do, but I'm like, oh, well, we've got a choice. We can take the bus, I'll take the car. If we take the car, we have to pay. That kind of thing. But when it's something you feel like you've already paid for and that should be included, mm. it, it really tastes bad to me. It really does. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. I guess I guess the only thing that I can maybe, maybe possibly um, comfort myself with is that this isn't aimed at me. As far as I'm concerned, I look mm. at this and I think it's not aimed at me. I, I would just queue. If I want to see something, I'll go and queue for it. I'm not paying extra money for that. I've already spent 
you know, the, 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 yeah. on, on this holiday in the first place. So it's not aimed at me. It's aimed at those people who like to throw money at any situation, isn't it? It is. It? I mean, <laughs> like you put it, your finger on it when you said we've all paid uh, amount because Disney does cost uh, that amount, you know. Um, yeah. But I wouldn't do it on just blooming principle. I would queue in the rain and the snow with my arms folded and a sour look on my face rather than give them this money. <laughs> it's just, it's so just mean. Fast passes, well, at Disneyland Paris, I'd, same thing. I just wouldn't for that reason. This Walt Disney World thing where it's $15, $15 for the whole day to do fast passes, mm. I don't want to do it, but I have a feeling we might do a couple of days. But I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, That's preferable to uh, just, you know, going, oh, don't like the look of this queue. Let's pay yeah. $10 to skip it. <laughs> I don't like that. Because that can really snowball as well. Because if, if you do it for that 50-minute queue and then you go to another ride you want to go on and there's a 75-minute one for that and you're like, oh, well, we did it on that other one and then we do that. We just Let's just pay and then we can do it. You don't want to start dipping your toe in that water, really, do you? Or, or you end up in that whole situation of, right, we've got this much to spend, therefore we have to decide how, how we're going to use that money wisely to be able to get the best out of it. And it just becomes, that, like, that's not the kind of hassle you need on the holiday, is it? No. And we do go with the budget. We load up our Revolut cards and that's how much spending money we've got. So if we're spending it on rides... We're mm-hmm. not going to buy an ice cream. It's that simple. Do you know what I mean? It's not like we've got ever-expanding wallets that some people might have. Cheryl says the same as me. She says, I would never pay extra just out of principle, and I don't like to feel I've been robbed. I can yep, get agreed. that. Mark Riley says, is Tango what the NHS <laughs> is prescribing now? The thing is, well, <laughs> A, it matches. Well, yeah, Lucy, uh, listeners, uh, is uh, dressed entirely in orange. I'm in quite an orangey top. In fact, the only thing orange on this table is uh, this pumpkin that I've carved, which is actually yellow. Yeah, just to break up the orangeness a bit. Got a yellow pumpkin on the go. The thing with the tango is um, I've lost my sense of taste and smell and fizzy drinks have got texture, but this doesn't have caffeine in it, just a lot of sugar. So it's something (laughs) that feels nice on my tongue when I can't taste anything, basically. So there you go. I'm not wearing orange, just for those of you who wondered. I wish um, you were. You could no, tell I, them you are. They wouldn't know. I could be wearing whatever I liked there. If I'm not there for the cameras, it's quite nice. I bet there's a way of adding you in here, isn't there, that I don't know how to do yet? Uh, no, it involves you downloading the software that isn't working very well at my <laughs> okay. end um, to be able to do that. But do you know what's really good, though, listeners, dear listeners, is that we now have another laptop that this is working on. So we actually have a backup plan now, don't we? Oh, this one, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, so, the live stream. So when we're back together, we've That's... got we've got a backup plan. We've got we've got a way around these things. But mm-hmm. um, on this occasion, that's what uh, we're took the time. By the way, um, viewers, is ooh, this usually ha- all happens at Chris's end, and we just point the camera at ourselves and show up. But we had mm-hmm. to start the live stream because there was issues going on. Mark Riley has been count, uh, kind enough to give me a segue into the next um, next news item he says question we're going to dlp on tuesday staying at newport bay club yes should we bring our own sheets and do we pack our swimming swimming trunks okay the swimming trunks is not is a different question pack your own bed mate i was gonna say the the sheets i believe is a reference to the fact that 
the caretaking staff, custodial staff, cleaning staff, um, have exercised their union rights and they've gone on strike. Now, here in the, I know we have international listeners. Here in the UK, we have a very robust um, labour and union-led society. France take it to a different level. Their labour unions are like rock solid over there. Mm. They can get anything they want. They can strike whenever they want. We've been stranded. Well, we were actually stranded in Spain, but because French air traffic control went on strike, you've been stranded in France because of a transport strike, haven't you, Chris? I know it wasn't a transport strike. Um, it, it was uh, it was snow. Oh, okay. I miss. <laughs> I know people have been stranded because of Eurostar yeah. strikes, and it, they they do like. Oh, we, do you remember when um, the actual in park cleaning staff struck struck striked and S- struck stroke, <laughs> and somebody presumably one of the picketers emptied all the bins onto um, Fantasia Gardens and it looked mm. like a scene from 28 Days Later or something. There was just litter everywhere. It was quite disturbing. They know mm. how to do it. Anyway, I mean, good on them because it was down to not being paying fair wages compared to other hotel cleaning staff in the area from what I can gather. And if that's the case, you flex, mate. You flex. But the... um. Bottom line was there was a lot of guests, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of guests whose rooms were not ready when they checked in. They weren't mm. offered alternate hotels. The rooms were... I, I don't know what happened really in the end. They were all just stranded in the lobby. And then there were people marching up and down outside and the lobby was like full. I did see somebody who got in their room and got a free gift. I don't know if that was universally happening. I, I don't know how they resolved it, but it was... Chaos. <laughs> you yeah. had your eyes on this, Chris, because you had to. T- <laughs> I think I was working, and you messaged well, I, me saying, "This is crazy." I what's just going spotted on at it. MPP. Yeah, but I only spotted it because somebody. It might have been Mark. Actually, I can't remember. Somebody mentioned it in the live chat when all hell broke loose last week on the show. Oh. Um, but we said, "Oh, it's good. It's it's a slow slow uh, news week," and then that happened. Mm. Um, yeah, it's one of those things, wasn't it? But. Yeah, I've, I've, in all honesty, I've I've not seen a lot of it. You've you've told me more than I knew about it. So. Uh, oh, it's been a to do. It's been <laughs> it a to do. Um, but this is this is a third party. Uh, this is a third party company, not Disney. I think everyone needs to know that it does not mm. look good when you're turning up to a Disney hotel and this is happening. However, this is a law of nature to them. They they really don't have the power to deal with this. It has to be the Third-party vendors, unfortunately. And um, just a little glimpse into French politics for you because it's a wild ride over there, I don't mind telling you. Um, people asking how we are in the chat. Uh, I'm uh, on my last day of isolation today already. Um, I've got three more days And left. I've just got a cough left and I can't taste or smell anything. Uh, but other than that, I'm feeling, you know, 90% there. Well, if anybody cares, I'm feeling a lot better now. Um, it, it, <laughs> it was a little horrible at the time, like when, when I was where you were, and then I had a week and a half of feeling okay, and then I felt absolutely rotten last week. I got real pains in my oh, no. uh, my chest and back. But I, th- I think my lungs were exhausted, and I've started running again because I'm doing a 10K on uh, next Sunday, a week today. I'm doing a 10K race. And 
I started running again and it seems to just cleared everything up. So I think just, just watch yourself and make sure you're, you're doing at least light exercise and things when you get going again, because I think it has a real impact on your, on your, uh, well, vital organs. I'm supposed to be walking to work on in a few days time, but I think you're I might, not though, are you? I think I might take it easy. And I dance for a living, Chris. So that's, yes, um, you do. <laughs> that's a bit tricky. <laughs> we'll see how we go. Um, mm. but yeah, no, we're all, double vaccinated and it did hit me harder than I thought it would be in double vaccinated because I had two days of really high temperature that kept coming and going um but all in all we've recovered quite quickly and quite well mm-hmm. at our end I think you did as well Chris but I'm worried about what you say about the yeah and it's later. just I think when a lot of people have said this as well it does kind of it does seem to kind of flow and little bits of it come back none mm-hmm. of it's as bad as it was in those that sort of three or four days when it was horrible mm. but it, it does tend to little bits of it seem to come back for for whatever reasons which is just a bit frustrating really isn't it i will a, just it's inconvenient it's yeah, not a bit, a bit of a pain in the bum you know the covid show or anything like that but i just kind of want to alert people to how weird how weird it was at the beginning i had mm. in my mind that if ever it happened to us one of us would get ill we'd go, those symptoms look like COVID, we'd all get tested, and that would be how we found out. But it didn't work that easily because Bonnie's had a cold for like three weeks. I'd had a really heavy week at work and I was shattered, got a bit of a headache, thought I'd just work too hard. Then we heard that some of Hugh's colleagues had got it and you you were like, "I I feel a little bit under the weather, I'll get a test. And then that's kind of how we found out. But yeah, I'd... I'd been to two big events with work like over the weekend and I feel really awful about it now because I've been a bit mm, about people going out there spreading COVID and why aren't they lateral flowing and all. My lateral flows were negative every single day. Mine too. Laura's were as well. Um, and, and I, when I did mine, I had um, I had a test on the Thursday and it was clean. Mm. And it's only because, I think I said before, it's only because my parents were coming around on the Friday. I thought, well, I'll just... I feel a bit wrong, but I'll just do a test anyway so I can just say to them that I've done one, you know, and then, then you know, I've covered my own back. And uh, and it was positive. And then mm. Ollie's was positive as well. Lucas's and, and Laura's both were negative, though. And, and again, it's different degrees of, like, afterwards, we, because I'm interested in these things and we had a lot of lateral flows left over, we, we've all done tests kind of during and since as well to see if it kind of fades off a bit or if it changes. But it's so changeable and it's different. I guess it depends on the swabbing that you get and everything as well, doesn't it? Yeah. So be very, very vigilant with yourself, guys, and get PCR tests as soon as you feel anything because I have a feeling that I was a couple of days late getting mine and I feel guilty about that. Anyway, what else did we talk about? Oh, so something we've all been... Please, Disney, please, please, please. They've released a In Parks music album... Um, mm. online to stream now the best of Disneyland Paris now I've bought CDs in the park in the past they do release them periodically but it's been a while since they've released one and I don't know if I'm correct in saying this is the first one that's gone straight to the streaming sites Spotify, Apple Music YouTube Music etc I guess the um, the music of the Art of Marvel Hotel went there first a couple of weeks ago didn't they? It did um, so I, I, I know there are some Disney Park stuff on Amazon Music, for instance, but there, there wasn't a great deal and there seems to have been a bit of push for that for recently. Mm. Uh, I jumped straight on there to see what was on it and uh, 
I was mightily disappointed, I'm oh. not going to lie. <laughs> um, the first five tracks, at least, are not from Disneyland Paris, which is strange. And, but, and not from rides that exist in Disneyland Paris either. No, no. It's a and bit they, weird. They are tagged as, like, Toontown. I'm like, oh, brilliant. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't even know what they're doing on there. But there is a fair few that are from Disneyland Paris. They've got, like, the Halloween ones. They've got some yeah. background music from Frontierland. Um, I, I won't have a look now, but it, there is some good stuff on there. No but Viva what, La Vida. No, there isn't. No, no, I, like I think that. that might have been on a previous one. I need to look at, back at my old CDs. You can stream it, that song, so it is there somewhere. Oh, right, okay. Things, but, okay. Yeah. But it's it's always nice to have one in the background and when driving, yeah. when trapped in your house. I haven't seen daylight in seven days, so... It's it's a bit more um, the, the Disneyland Paris, um, whatever it is, choir or, or whatever. So it's a lot, it, it's a lot more of the... Um, like the parade type music is, yeah. is the stuff that's actual Paris. Um, the, the other things, the, the more sort of incidental music and things are all things that aren't in Disneyland Paris, or if they are, it's coincidental or, you know, it's part of the same sort of locations that exist in other parks as well. Um, so yeah, if you want the actual Disneyland Paris stuff, it's, it's all right. If you, if you want it for the, for the parade music and those, those elements for me, I'd listen to that less in the background. I'm, I'm more interested in the, in the ambiance. Yeah. Um, David Wilson saying the Fantasyland Dark Ride medley has Alice in Wonderland on it. I was well confused. <laughs> I noticed that as well. I was, <laughs> I get oh, that. well confused. Um, love Frontierland though. Yeah. In a way that like the people putting this together know less than like your average fan, your average park guest is going, what's this doing on here? Like, why, <laughs> why is that? Mm. They're just not, Paid, you know, due diligence and just, like, had someone who <laughs> knows what they're doing. It might be copyright they, issues, but I can't... I mean, they must own everything they play in the park. I don't know, but the Alice in Wonderland stuff was there, not because it's Disneyland Paris, but because there's an Alice in Wonderland ride in California or whatever, isn't there? And, and it's that music, it wasn't It wasn't the mm. um, the stuff you get in the maze, mm. it, it, in the labyrinth. It's, it's It was music from the dark ride. So it has no place there. It has no place on a Disneyland Paris Get out. Uh, Billy musical bonkers. compilation. Billy bonkers. <laughs> and then finally, are we all excited? Laugh and Go Food Truck is now selling Laughing Cow Pumpkin Soup. Now I'm going to go out on a limb here and say we always talk about how mild Laughing Cow is as a cheese. Mm-hmm. Pumpkin is quite a strong and distinctive flavour and when it's souped, it is usually spiced pumpkin of yep. some kind. I'm going to guess your laughing cow is just... Instead of spice. It's just base. It, well, it's just it, thickener. It's a cream. It's thickener, isn't it? Because I can't imagine... It sounds good. ...tasting laughing cow in a pumpkin soup. It sounds nice. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't sound unnice. With a splash of ketchup. Oh, unnice. It's got <laughs> With like a, a splash of ketchup. You know on... Uh, Master, well, no, not even MasterChef. You know when they put like a little circle of mint sauce on top of a soup or something or a little oh, you see, that's of... what I thought the laughing cow would be that makes more oh, sense oh no to me. no no the Lots laughing cow's laughing in, cow in it. but the ketchup and it's actually described as ketchup it's just got a little do you get a sachet like when you have a pot noodle I don't know <laughs> I don't know oh dear I, I love it I love I want them to keep going with this I want it to be a real sort of like selling point of how extreme can we get with these laughing 
cow-themed snacks. How you want the ludicrous, unexpected, and incongruous. Can it's they like be? a joke, isn't it? <laughs> it's laughing cow stuff. It's like a joke. Did I say that last time? Laughing cow rice like... pudding with apricot compote. Yeah. Mm. We I definitely mean, that said it's good. That sounds great. <laughs> but it's the mm. laughing cow element that's so. <laughs> and I've just got Monica in my head going, now the quantities in these recipes may seem very small. Right here, right now, I think we should cut, start calling it laughing stock. I, I think that would be fair. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, no. Uh, right. Let's have, let's have, let's have a uh, laughing cow uh, supper next, next time you're here, Chris. That'd be brilliant, yes. I love it. I think we should. Even, I'll even bring something just, as well. Even if it's just triangles... I'm going to get some for next week. That's amazing. I'll, I'll bring laughing laughing cow banana splits or something like that. Yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't matter what it is. Just pick pick three make, foods and as long as one of them is laughing cow. You can make fudge with this. You can bind them and... Uh, you can, you yeah. You can. Laughing cow Again, fudge. It needs, be, it needs to be the full fat because I've done that. I've made fudge with cheese and you use like... Well, you use condensed milk as well sometimes. It needs to be the full fat thick stuff. I think laughing cow would just... Oh, in the pan. Let's start with this one. Says Paper Chase actually have a laughing cow Christmas decoration. Ooh. <gasps> oh, they will do. That's do you think Christmas they will sorted. do that? They should do that. Paper Chase. Oh, Paper Chase do have one. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> um, what about the I mean, Doll Whip? A, che- a laughing cow Doll Whip. A cheesy Doll yeah. Whip. Yeah. Oh, lordy, lordy, heaven help me. Come on, chat. What Laughing Cow snacks do you want to see? Laughing... We'll make them, every one of them. I, I think, think that'd be quite fun. I'm surprised they haven't got on the, like, pretzel fondue thing. That would be nice. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that'd be all right. Well, they just started doing, like, just cheese spread sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on crackers. Jacob's crackers with Laughing Cow. That's how I eat my Laughing Cow. Right. Uh, the Dunn family said something about 40 more sleeps. Are you going back? Are you going back already? Really? I'm, cool. Yeah. Dazza. Do we have... Has anyone been making notes of the ask me anything questions? Oh, should Mark Riley take his swimming trunks? I don't know if it's open. But do if you can, <laughs> I would say. Well, it's not going to take, <laughs> take up much space, is it? Because <laughs> the thing is, it's... Shove people are like hot summer... We need to go in the swimming pool to cool off, but it also works cold winter because they are heated swimming pools. It can sometimes be very nice to get in the hot tub or just in the 27 degree swimming pool. You know, when your fingers go all numb, that can be nice. So I would. <laughs> Mark's also asking, uh, what time is best to find a mango whip at Cafe de la Bruce? Uh What time? Well, before four o'clock. Yeah, be, be, before <laughs> yeah, that brief window in uh, Paris uh, has at the moment, in which everything is open, which I'd is like... say hit it twelve thirty to one. Yeah, um, planned maintenance for for Disney's Newport Bay Club, twenty ninth of November to the second of December this year, and the sixth to the tenth of June next year. There you go. So it sounds like they are open. We've had a suggestion not. of a Chewbacca cheese straw. Thing is, it's got which I love the idea of that. But it does have to have Laughing Cow in the title, apparently. Could we could we replace Nutella in the shortbread? <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised That'd it haven't yet. There's some Ursula cheesy biscuits on the go, aren't there? I bet Nutella and Laughing Cow go well together. 
Yeah, they probably would, actually. I'm willing to try that, Hugh. Mm-hmm. We could do that next week. We mm. could. We've got plenty of Nutella. I've got, I've got two of those... Um, how big are those jars? Litre but litre jars. Are they, are Hang they, on. Are they a kilogram? Oh, not not the nice ones. Not the, not the small ones where you keep the glasses because you're going to drink out of them. Not those ones. <laughs> no. She's get she's gone to get it. How big is that? Is that 500 I can't see what, what either of you are doing anymore because you turned the camera off. So oh, sorry. Oh, like, did, we did. Well, it's, well Chris. It's, it's as big as your head. <laughs> I'm one. holding up a one kilogram uh, jar of Nutella. Mm. Five mm. pounds at... Um, uh, is it is it ice Iceland? Oh, oh you, please remember everyone's dying. Farm to know. foods. <laughs> this is fast turning into a different show altogether. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start with this one. It says question: Have had to move my holiday to February. Is this a mm. good time to go, Chris? You're I hope so. <laughs> um, well, my thinking is this: <clears throat> when we went in October, at the end of October, it was freezing. When we went in December, it was even colder. But I figure. The end of because we're going on the twenty first of February. I, I figure that that half term week we, we've turned we've turned a corner there. It's starting to get a little bit lighter. It's going to be a little bit warmer. I think it'll be a good time to go. They've that's also, if you go in half term or at the end and toward into March, anything that's gone down in the off season in January, excuse me, <coughs> may well have reopened by then. Generally, um, done. Family, shush. I, I'm not. I'm not listening to you about February's still cold. No, no, it's going to be warm. It it's going to be warm. <coughs> you can Don't get. Even. You can get uh, an unseasonably warm February day. You can. We once had one. It was twenty years ago. My parents got married at the end of February, and it was cracking the flags it in my mum's. Twenty fourteen, and it was so warm that I met Lucy. How warm in was a it? Beer garden. There you go. Was it 2013? So, Not don't for the first forget, time, by the way. Paris is further south as well, so it's going to be even warmer. Yeah. <laughs> um, David's saying the idea of Nutella and Laughing Cow together is from a man who has clearly lost his sense of taste. Well, I mean, I've not lost memory of taste. <laughs> it's not like I'm suddenly going, hmm, gooseberry and uh, cheese would be nice um, with a dash of vinegar. Peanut no. peanut butter and chocolate spread works, and, and I imagine that that jam and cheese spread would probably I'm, I'm th- work I'm all right. Of, I'm thinking of this cheese as like a sort of uh, a dessert, like um, like you know, like like a, like a cheesecake, like frosting. Like whip, you, well, whipping it up with icing sugar and stuff's a bit different. Yeah, if you mix it? them together, I think mm. it would be all right. I think yeah. if you spread them separately so that they've still got the individual flavours there, that might not be quite so good. Who suggested crepes? <laughs> Sorry. It was always the Dunn family. Yeah. Dunn family said, I went in February 2018 and got snow. Now, that in many ways could be a bonus. However, I think the one day that we were there in January, we had sludgy snow, you know, mm. and it's I, chunky, sleety rain, and that was not nice. That <laughs> has just reminded me, I went in February um, for, where, with work and we went, we went to the rainforest cafe for a meal we didn't actually go to disneyland paris we just we were in paris so we thought we should, you know it'd be rude not to at least make a bit of a visit and it had, that was when i got stuck in the in the country with the with the snow problems but when we got there it had all finished falling and there'd been maybe three hours of people walking around and it's just that horrible slushy gray where it doesn't look nice at all yeah, it's just yeah. rotten and just horrible make, so yeah it could be like that gotta make sure you've got your uh because thing is uh when we went last january um my shoes got breached 
and they and this was like the first day and oh. they were my you know my solid shoes that were going to last me i had some other ones for if it was dry but my good ones went on day 1 and i was like what am i going to do so you, you just you, you got to have the best shoes for that weather haven't you i cannot stress mm. this enough those hand warmers that you get in little packets and then you open the packet and yeah, break great. them just take dozens of those. I got a pack of 20 off Amazon, threw them in the case. We all had one in each pocket. Put them in your and pants. The, and they're brilliant. Yeah, I was. And then I was getting them out and kind of like warming up here. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Yeah, put them in your pants. I'm not because I was putting them in pockets that were thin pockets that were against my leg. And the genuinely, it was so cold when we were there in December and January I, that it I'm was interested just a about the saver. I'm interested to know about the environmental impact of those disposable ones because you can buy ones where you just boil them and you can reuse them, can't you? Yeah. Mm. Maybe worth finding out about. That I was my know. first thought, actually, uh, when you brought them up. There we are. But yes, we took those when we went in October and it was freezing and when we went in um, December and it was freezing as well. And we'll probably take them in February. I mean, we won't need them because it's going to be really warm. Yeah. But, you know, just in case, just in case they don't come, they happen to be right. Boot warmers. And I highly recommend having a spare pair of shoes and spare pair of socks. Take dry socks in your, for the reasons Hugh just said, dry socks in your park bag. You just, you'll thank me. Just saying that. You're welcome, world. Decent um, pair of walking boots. Decent pair that, of walking boots. But well also, have your spare pair of shoes on the radiator or something similar overnight or for when you get back or something like that because it's just, there's nothing worse than wet feet. Nothing worse. That's what they say. Lots of layers. Yeah, layers are the key, aren't they? Mark Chester's back from Lanzarote. Oh. Yeah, very I'm nice. Sorry, so he, he, he apologises. He's always for somewhere, like, aren't you, Mark? He is. He's always jetting off somewhere. Um, yeah. Mm. Uh, what else? Uh, Darren Dunn's saying, I did send pics. Also, fell over on the bridge to Santa Fe and broke two ribs. When was this recently? Or was oh, this in, in another February, time when you went in February? I'm surprised you ever went back. When did I? Uh, that, that would be when I was there, actually. That would, that would have been when I was... I was there in the village on February 2018. It'd been the same snow, I imagine. Yes, it's 2018. Yeah, there we are. Cheryl right. says, I've only ever done Disney in winter. I love wrapping up and I don't like to, uh, it to be too warm. Mm. I mean, no one likes it too warm. I've got, yeah. I think I prefer too warm to too wet and cold. I like the rain, but I don't like cold, wet feet in January. I have That's to say, nice. well, we've kind of agreed Every trip we've ever taken to Disneyland Paris has been magical in its own way. We've enjoyed all of them. We've not regretted any of them. But our, of all our brilliant trips, our least favourite was possibly the January one, and it was the temperature, mm. really. But we just got... We were a week after all the Christmas came down, but the other things hadn't started to happen, so there was really nothing to lift it. December was freezing, but it was dry, and... Christmas just makes you don't it just changes how you look at everything when everything's so beautiful and lit up and exciting wasn't, the music's playing wasn't the small world shit when you went in, in January as well or did you get on it once or something I seem to remember uh, maybe hmm and then did it go down the day after we got on the first day and then the day yeah, after I think, it yeah, went yeah, after, I think it did. on 
Yeah. Yeah. Which obviously that's going to mess with you as well, that, Lucy. Wasn't that the time yeah. I, I recorded the new, um, the new, the new Small World music? <laughs> yeah. Because in the video for that, we seem to be wrapped up warm. Oh, Hugh, yeah. when all our technology is working again, you'll have to send me that audio file so we can uh, start introducing it on the show a bit more often. I quite like that. <laughs> yeah. The thing is about that, I uh, I deliberately, like, if, if anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about, I, um, I posted a video of, uh, like, I put, like, I called it uh, awful new small world music to sort of deliberately get some <laughs> some clicks and, uh, yes, some people hated it. And it's just uh, me doing, like, an awful version of the music. I love it. There's a bit it's, where it's I my favourite version. There's a bit where I go. <laughs> Mark Chester said, experiencing all four seasons at DLP in one year could be a great to do thing. Oh, I would love to do that. And I had thoughts about that, Mark. Um, thing is, it's then defining the seasons because they used to do the swing into spring season. Spring used to be a season. Um, mm. And then you'd have Halloween and Christmas and they'd have uh, Frozen Summer Fun, I think, they had at the time. But now that kind of spring, summer as seasons have gone a little bit um, cuckoo for Cocoa Pops. Do you know what? Lucas wrote a song um, when he was about three years old about the different seasons. Um, and maybe we, could, maybe if they did do this, he could write the theme tune for it. It was called um, Christmas, Easter, Halloween, Ormel. Ormel being when it isn't a season or festival. Ormel. 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 Christmas, Easter, Halloween, Ormel. Obviously. That sounds good. It was very cute, but absolutely awful. (laughs) (laughs) I love my kids. (laughs) Cute, but absolutely awful. I love my kids. Yes. Um, we went twice in February for the Star Wars seasons. We did go for the Star Wars seasons, and I have to say that was one of my favourite nighttime shows I've ever seen I think I shed a little tear when the um, Tower of Terror thing happened um, but I think it's it's gone now hasn't it it's died a death I did mm. say it was the final one unfortunately anyway thing is seasons are not seasons at the moment because of the last 18 months has been so odd they really fudged together some seasons they're just trying to save what they could this year, so I don't think we can take it for granted. I think it'll be another 18 months, maybe in 2023. Didn't Mark mean uh, experiencing just all four seasons as in spring, summer, autumn and winter? Yes, I think I he think did, so. but it's not... But it, that, it used to be okay. defined as such. Right, okay. You used to be able to visit knowing you were at this time, whereas now it's not. Mm. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Where? Move on to what? <laughs> uh, oh, I think it'll be 2023 before you see um, your regular five or six seasons, like, you know, Summer of Superheroes, uh, Jungle Book and Festival and all that stuff. I think it'll be 2023 before you see that gets back to any kind of calendar we recognise. 2022 mm. will be... I think they'll just lean into the 30th because, again, I don't think that they're going to be in a position to just go hell for leather on developing... Because, I mean, they did go up to, like, four or five different... You know, in fact, five or six things, if you include what was going on in the studios as well um, in 2019. So, yeah, it'll be a while. But that's all right. That's OK. It's just nice to see new things happen. Yeah. Hmm. Um, have, have, you, uh, have you been... 
watching the castle recently? Have you? Yeah. Have you seen on the inside the, DLP? It's castle naked Facebook from the top down, down, but it's yeah. still it's the still got its you know, uh, slow striptease of yeah. the castle. People, yeah, pe- people weren't sure if they'd want to go and see it when it had all that hoarding up. Um, and right now, if you go and see it, it looks like a building site. So mm. I think if yeah. you did go then, you kind of got the sweet spot. <laughs> it's, it's great if you if you're there every day and you can see the changes happen all the time. Then it's probably quite a quite a fascinating thing to see but mm. it's not much of a sight at the moment th- it looks like it's in its underwear i think it almost evens out at the moment because when it was in a box it was interesting but it was still in a box um but now the scaffolding but you can see half of it which i think is comparable to it just being in a box yeah i think because at least you can see the top of it and stuff yeah and it seems to be getting closer and closer doesn't it mm. to to finding itself or whatever yeah. <laughs> so sorry Mark Chester has asked um, you may have already mentioned it but is there any news on Run Disney no no news on Run Disney however there is also no news on it being a virtual race which they have done with other events so I think that's good news I think we would be in the window of them they did they they were meant to have a May princess run weren't they in 2020 and I think we would have at least we would have heard that that was going virtual or something. So I think there's potential. Interestingly, if you got if you a quick Google of this, take you to um, one of probably many different sites where you can book book it all in. Um, SportsToursInternational.co.uk say it is coming back in September 2022, but there's no confirmed dates yet for it. So they they must be expecting it to come back next yeah. year, even though it hasn't been officially announced yet. I think. I can't see any... Re- well, <laughs> just, I'm not going to put an opinion on that. I'm going to say I can't see any reason why not, but, you know, what well, did I, I say this time last year? I hope it does, because the whole reason I started running was was in the hope that this would happen at some point. So if, if it doesn't, it'll all be for naught. Yeah. <laughs> does anyone have any more questions? And while you ask that, I've got a few backup questions that I want to ask people in the chat and also my co-hosts. Go on, Okay. <clears throat> If you had to redecorate a room in your house entirely in the style of a DLP ride or attraction, which room would it be and which ride? Ooh. Slash attraction. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I would go for the closet underneath my stairs and I'd make it into the um, Liberty Arcade little thing to do with <laughs> the Eiffel Tower. How cool would that be? Kudos. <laughs> Just have, anyone could go in. It's always playing. You just walk straight in there and you can uh, learn about it all in French. But it wouldn't it wouldn't be a through thing, would it? So you'd... I, I'm, I'm not getting into it. It doesn't details. need to be. It doesn't need to be. It'd, be. it'd be absolutely fine. It would work. It would work really, really well, I think. I might do it, actually. It feels like yeah. something I could I could achieve quite what, easily. If I was going to do that, I think I would do Aladdin's Passage. Uh, specifically, yeah, nice. the big gold coin mountain scene. Because I don't think I could get more than that. Hmm, that'd be nice. Claire Alexander says pirate's bathroom. Down with that. I don't, I can't decide. Also, I think, you know the <laughs> skull and crossbones um, when you're waiting to get off the ride and there's always bumper cars with the boats in front and you're waiting, yeah. what does he say? Don't go rocking the boat. You'd have to... Please remain seated until a crew member asks you to stand. Something like that. You'd have yeah. to have that at the foot of your bath, wouldn't you? I mean, oh, no and, uh, what, what about doing the staircase, though? 
instead of your bathroom, do your staircase and you get all the, all, like the explosion scene when you go on that drop. You could just do the whole thing like that with all the lights and everything. That'd be pretty yeah. cool. No, I was thinking that I I was thinking similar with the staircase, Chris, but I was thinking the um ro- the ride lift at the beginning where you've got the ropes going up the side and then you've got a yeah. smoke tunnel um, and yeah. you've got Lovejoy. Uh, would you want Lovejoy <laughs> or would you want Bill Nye? It don't matter what you want, you're getting Lovejoy. <laughs> yeah. I know I do. I do the front garden as uh, small as that patch is to look like the <coughs> Sorry. side of the castle with the uh, square trees. Oh, mm. yeah. Oh, can you, though? Will you do that? Mm. We do already David have... Wilson's made a really good point, by the way. Mm. He says that your house is already Disney-fied anyway. Looking around my living room, I'm surrounded by Mickey's and Disney Lego. Yep. <laughs> there was a rule that it could go anywhere but the living room in, in our house originally, but it's really snuck into the living room in a few um, themed things on a shelf. I, I don't but mind the, it the being bedroom's like, gone. I, I don't mind it themed in like the way that some of the resort hotel, the, the resort rooms are mm. uh, that are kind of like themed, but not you know it doesn't have, doesn't have to have Mickey everywhere and stuff like that. We've got. A, if you ever go in our living room, we've got a serious, serious mid-century modern slash tiki vibe in there anyway. And most, in fact, all the furniture, we got at antique shops and antique fairs. Um, in, and it's all 70s kitsch stuff. So it really is quite like the Polynesian anyway. And that's not where we were um, going. We, it just accidentally happened because that's It was a taste. natural occurrence. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I love your sitting room, I have to say. Oh, thank you. Um, I, I wish we could have something similar in our wing. <laughs> in, in your side. I like it house. when you let me come over and see it. <laughs> yeah. It does mean that all our furniture is old and second-hand and slightly questionable springs and sofas and things like that. But Character, okay. that is. It's character. Characterful. Characterful. A ratatouille kitchen. Everything would be humongous. Mark Chester, that's an amazing idea. Is would it, you have though? to make humongous food then, though, as well? You yeah. have to make food that was massive. You could just like roast a chicken at Christmas and it'd last you till August, couldn't you? <laughs> David's surrounded by Mickey's and Disney logos. I'm not going to lie. We are a bit like that in our house. But like Hugh says, we do try to keep it to the more thematic, tasteful stuff, but there's a lot yeah. of Mickey's. Our sitting room is probably um, the opposite to you, which is that that's where most of our Disney stuff is. We've got some pictures in, in our downstairs toilet. We've got little subtle things around the kitchen um, that you can't really notice. But then in in the uh, sitting room, we've got the Lego castle and we've got the um, Sleeping Beauty castle picture up on the wall as well. And we've got cushions and things. So there's, there's a lot of Disney in there. And if you go to my office, it's just full, but mm-hmm. in a really cluttered, disorganized, horrible kind of way. Yeah, uh, our office is like that as well. In a Disney kind of cluttered, organised way. Favourite in-park breakfast place, says Mark. Mark Riley. <coughs> hmm. I can't answer that because the only place I've ever eaten is um, is the Hyperion calf place. Well, yeah. And, <laughs> and I thought I thought it was awful. Where else is there? It was fine. I did. I didn't think it was awful, but it was it was included in the meal plan, and we were like, "This is free food. Let's go get it." And we were grateful to have. Where else, where else can you have breakfast? We've had it. We've had character breakfast in Plaza Gardens. Um, yeah, it's probably that. Yeah. <laughs> Starbucks croissant in the village. Yeah. Yeah, the village is where most of your options are and your hotels. You've got 
Earl of Hotels Sandwich. Are, are brilliant. Yeah, you've got all your buffets at the hotels. You've got Earl of Sandwich. You've in also pack. got Annette Stew. In pack. What is close says, to a fry up? In pack. In pack. I know, I know, I know. Okay, but in park, I would say Plaza Gardens character breakfast. Then your only other option really is to do the the bakery. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I would, if I wasn't doing it in the hotel or in the village, I'd skip proper breakfast and I'd go and get a waffle at about ten personally, because I I don't think the options are terribly good in park. I'd be snacking. Nutella waffle. A Nutella waffle. Or specifically, I would like to get a no 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 no. Nutella, Darth Vader waffle from um, Cooling Pot, is it called? That's opposite um, Buzz Lightyear's. Um, oh, yeah, I know what you mean. You know what I mean, don't you? They often run out of things, though. What? What did we, did, Were they not even doing them last time? They, they weren't, were they? No. We went there for the waffle, for the, the Darth Vader waffles and they didn't have any. Uh, so we thought, oh, we'll get the Han Solo uh, biscuit and... What's the other one? And a Wookiee cookie, and <laughs> and they didn't have any. Mm. They but they they were doing Mickey and Minnie biscuits. So was, unusual because they're usually really good with snacks in Disneyland Paris. Aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know, like you just hear my voice, like yeah, you, you just, you're so used to it now. It's like, well, here he comes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> speaking oh, of here he comes, you must be grumpy. <laughs> speaking of here he comes, here's Bob Sangwell. Yeah, well, Sorry I'm late, just got rid of visitors. Oh, Mark, <laughs> Get them out! Mark Riley said, we're going for extra magic hours, hence skipping the hotel breakfast. I totally see that. That's why we mm. end up in there as well. But you know what, though? honestly, my option then, if you're going for early magic hours, is get a granola bar in your pocket because you want to get as many nah. rides in as you can and then do your waffle. I don't mind the Hyperion breakfast. Mm. I don't mind it. I think it's fine. Mm. Yeah, they, <laughs> it's, you know, I mean, you know, it's all right. Well, it is what it is. Yeah, it's not going to blow your socks off, but it's uh, it's the queuing though. <laughs> that that was the thing for me. But we we had it once there, and then after that, we thought, no, we're going to pay the extra and have breakfast in the hotel, mm. and it it was just so much more worth it. Maybe I've been when um, it's not been too busy though. But yeah, the the queue we we were twenty five thirty minutes I think waiting for the food, and then I don't remember us it was having just that disappointing. Problem. We've paid for it once, I think. And we've got it on a dining plan where we did it for the whole week. I'll tell you what is a pain is uh, it was only a small queue, but having to go back because they haven't given you all your food and having to sort of join the queue and then they look at you. And isn't it annoying when you go back to someone and they've forgotten you? They've, mm. they've forgotten who you are. <laughs> like, you know, at the uh, the laughing, what's it called? The, the truck? Laugh and go. The laugh and go. Truck. You know, when... I'd literally just bought something, and then when I went to say, where is it? They were like, join the queue, please. And I was like, but I bought it beneath. No. Um, but it, it was like that hype here, and I went back for something, and they just looked at me like, what? <laughs> I was like, I've just, I was here five minutes ago, please. I want my food. Mark Riley says, Market Deli. I'm not sure Market Deli's open for breakfast. I was actually meaning the Cable Car Bakery, which definitely is open for breakfast, because we've, do- we've done that as well croissants and cookies and things um it might be you can look on the app don't know don't think it was when we were there mark chester says most wanted expensive merch you've seen but didn't want to take out a second mortgage to buy i'm gonna delve in and say mine will definitely have been jewelry because i always look at just tiny little mickey head pendants or something they had a really good haunted mansion like the logo of the h uh, oh no 
no, Hollywood Tower Hotel, the HTH thing. Um, and I always look and go, oh, yeah, that looks like it probably costs 20 euros. And it always costs 200. And then I go, ugh. But that would be mine. I, I can't pick a specific one, but but there's so much stuff in the art shop in, in the village that, that yeah. I would quite happily um, hang on my wall. I'm um, thinking uh, in there, Chris, I'm thinking of the, uh, the, the metal build-it-yourself haunted mansion. Oh, yeah. Mm. Do you know what well, I mean? So the other thing that, that I really liked, I think, I'm sure we talked, did we talk about gifts we would buy for each other if money wasn't, not was it 1.8? <laughs> we, we did a Christmas episode and it was yeah. like a three-tier thing, wasn't it? That, that um, that's the Star Tours model to me is brilliant. And the, the, Tower, the Tower of Terror model as well just looks absolutely fantastic, uh, but they're ridiculously expensive. Um, so something like that but also the other thing not quite so expensive but definitely not not to me worth what it cost was the the up cups do you remember those that were like a um, a totem pole yep oh, they were really really nice but up cups like up cups cu- no ups. it wasn't up was it yeah it was up um, yeah yeah it was yeah, it wasn't was. it yeah 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 because mm. um, they were just a really nice design but I think they were 50 euros or something and, and uh, mm. to to quote you, Hugh, a 20 euros like him, but I don't 50 euros like him. Mm. Yeah. Um, the Dunn family have said, when are you going to DLP next? Well, Chris is going... February. February. <laughs> Hugh and I have nothing booked at the moment. I have 100% got my eye on, even worked out, looked at flights logistically, going for the... Um, 30th anniversary in April but I personally am hoping to get before then as well um, but it's it's time and it's time and money people and it, if one wasn't an option I'd do, it wasn't a problem I would probably bend the other but with both of them being a problem I, I can't at the moment but I'm hoping we'll, I'd love to maybe get for a couple of days during the Christmas period but work do- looks like it's in the way do you know, Lucy, what the what the actual crack is with travelling after COVID? Because this is one of the things I've been trying to get my head around because you can show show positive for like 90 days, sometimes longer. Um, and all the different tests have all changed recently I mean, since the beginning of October and what you need to do when you're coming back and things. But I've, I've been trying to work out and understand whether I'm not supposed to travel, whether I can travel, but there's certain things I have to do. I know like when I get to... to uh, France, for instance, that they want to see that if you have had it, that it's been in the last six months, then you don't, I don't think you have to provide a test anywhere, do you, for things, the, because you've got that proof within your passport. So When we were looking at getting tests pre, pre-travelling, or, well, we didn't need them pre-travelling, but when we were reading all that, I know that one of the options was an antibody test. You right. can do a PCR or an antibody test, and if you can prove you've got antibodies... I don't know if there was a time scale on that. I haven't uh, okay. honest. You see, right? Okay, yeah. They've got to be careful, haven't they? Because like, it would benefit them if you, if you've already had it, right? Of but course, it would. Yeah. But, but they don't want to say, um, "Welcome, please," if you've had it, because people would be going around licking each other, like, <laughs> like, four, like chicken box parties. four months before they go to Disney Disneyland, just in case, you know, like, please let me have it. Yeah, we had um, <laughs> our friends and neighbours. Um, who you might know, Chris, 
they mm. went and got us some bread in the middle of the week so we'd run out and when they came back we were saying the one good thing is now we've had it we've had it and I know they're saying that you might not have immunity after 12 months or so but people seem to think that they are getting immunity for a decent yeah. length of time so I was like well at least it's out of the way at least you don't have to worry as much now and we were like do you want to come in and have a COVID party? Do you want us to lick your faces? Would you guys like it? You know, <laughs> like to get it over and done with. They didn't like that idea. No. The pre- <laughs> they, so, they, Hugh, just to, just to explain the post that you've just been chatting. So they brought you some bread, but they only have one day. I was trying to be discreet in case he's listening. But uh, Richard went out and got some bread, and I looked at it, and it had one day on it. Oh, and I was like, rookie. I was like, did he not? He got to the back. <laughs> he had one, and I was like, "How ungrateful!" Am I? <laughs> like, is this ungrateful? He was stony faced. So, came out carrying it like this. Went, this bread's only got one day on it. I did. So, I shouted let, in let the me, kitchen. I was like, "This bread's only got one day on it." So let me know then, Hugh. What did you do in the end? Did you a we just ate it use that entire loaf with <laughs> yeah. laughing cow and, and Nutella, or b bung, bung it in the freezer and take it out when you need it? We ate like now. This thing, people, people. All the time are going, put it in the freezer, put it in the freezer. There's no room in the freezer for a loaf of bread. You can put it in the fridge and that will, uh, then you don't have to, you know, thaw it out. And that, uh, put it in the fridge will, you know, get you like a couple more days out of it. Um, mm. In the end, we just, we just used it all. <laughs> but That's it was a surprise uh, that, you know, it had one day on it. Because, <laughs> um, because I, I will find... The one, if there's one loaf of bread with one day on it more than any other bread in the entire shop, I'll find that bread. Mm. I will find it. He's, he takes great pride in it as well. I, oh, it I, get... I've seen Lucy just grabbing one right off the front and I go, whoa, 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 what are you doing? You look. You note that date, then you look at another one and then another one. This is one <laughs> of the ways in which this marriage has changed me. Because now I can't, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> Improved <you>. me. <laughs> Who doesn't want bread that lasts for, you know? Like, sometimes I'll come home and I'll go, and I'll be like, I got a great day on some bread today. And I'll be like, look at this. It lasts for eight days. That's over a week. Oh, wow. <laughs> right, the Dunn family. Uh, so We'll have to wrap up soon. I know. Want to go for mm. 30 of the sneaky trip between November and the big one to Disney World in August. So if I can find the pennies, I might do the 12th of April. We, As we just missed the 25th by one day. Now, the thing is, with the 12th of April, they haven't released the blackout dates for annual passes for next year. And normally the 12th of April generally wouldn't be on it but in the 30th year it might be and our annual passes might not work and we won't pay extra to go I would and the information we have is that um, Avengers Campus will be opening on the 25th of March there's a very very strong rumour can't remember if we ever spoke about that we did yeah we talked about it two weeks ago Yeah. okay so the 25th of March is the strong day for that so if we can't go on the 12th, we will go in that run-up period to be amongst the first people in Avengers Campus. I think that would be really exciting. If not, on the opening day of Avengers Campus, if we can find out with enough time to spare to book that and sort it. Mm. I don't, or if they're doing annual pass previews, we might do a last-minute thing. I'm not sure if the 12th is 
it's feasible for other reasons. It's school holidays, it's our wedding anniversary and all this kind of thing. The day before is anyway, but I, ju- I think it'll be a blackout day. Um, I am tempted to just book something on, on Expedia with free cancellation, though, just to see. And like you, we've got a Walt Disney World trip booked for May, the end of May, beginning of June. So this would be our kind of in-betweeny trip, basically. Warm-up trip. Warm-up a- Appetizer. Yeah. But what a warm-up trip. If we could get the opening, of, either the opening of Avengers Campus or the 30th and Avengers Campus or any connotation of that, <laughs> it would be if amazing. You- if you did get to go on the 12th and you were really lucky, you might get to go and storm the castle and nothing happened. That'd be fun, wouldn't if it? If it's anything like the... Fi- well, if it's anything like the 50th, uh, it, mm, <laughs> that has told me something. But... Yeah, lower your expectations. There's <laughs> a none. different vibe going on in the American parks at the moment. There's discontent, shall we say. And they're used to insurrections over there. You know, beware them. Anyway, uh, shall we wrap this up? Yeah. Um, yeah. Can I just ask you guys a question? Yes. Pending, pending technical hiccups and stuff. Are we going all Halloween next week? Next week, because yes. I guess we're going to do Halloween special for the classics next week. Because we're again we're behind with classics and we did put them out of order and all kinds of stuff. It's just been a bit of a of a mare with that show recently, hasn't it? But we're going to do um, the Muppets Haunted Mansion. It's going to be quite fun. Mm-hmm. But I thought, you know, I know we've already talked about Halloween on this show, but are we going to try and do something Halloween-y next week? Yes. Yeah. I don't know what. Because because I think I, we, we did talk about, and again, I'm talking about this live on, on the show rather than talking about it offline, but we all really like Halloween, don't we? Yeah. Love In it. two weeks' time, it actually falls on Halloween. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have kids who want to trick-or-treat and all that sort of stuff. So it might be yeah. that we have a later show that week, I think. Is that, does that sound right? Uh, it, could, it could be a later show. As in, like a Monday or something. Instead yeah. Of, yeah. Instead of the actual Sunday, yeah. So, so yeah, so the, the, the proper Halloween show is next week for us, isn't it? Mm. Yes. Yeah. So we need, we need to think of something spooky to do. And listeners and viewers, uh, go back and check out our... Um, Phantom Manor deep dive that we did last oh, year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to listen to that this week. I've really enjoyed doing that show. I'm going to do it. That's what I'm going to do. And I did a campfire telling of the story of Thunder Mesa. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually uh, trimmed that out, so you can probably find that somewhere uh, on our channel, can't you? Just search for 37 Disney Street Phantom Manor. I'm sure you'll find it. As I have previously moaned about, I had a really mental two weeks at work, which culminated in me mistaking being dreadfully tired for having COVID. But I couldn't edit, continue to edit my Disneyland Paris vlogs because I was just so busy and then so tired. But because I had this unexpected week off work where I was trapped in the house, I did manage to get my um, pirate afternoon vlog up where we visited... Uh, Captain Jack's. So the Captain Jack uh, vlog is up if you want to watch that and I will make sure I use the last three days of quarantine to edit the next one. And I think the next one is our resort day for Village Nature. So that's going to be a little bit different. It's kind of like a hotel review, that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we're going to do something special next week. Because, you know, yes. thinking back to that, that episode of Phantom Manor, you know, I'll probably wear this jumper again if I'm something honest. Something special. We're gonna do I'll make sure we've got some uh, Halloween music to to underscore the whole thing as well. Yeah. If I everything's going if to I plan. Could, um, botch together a Melanie Ravenswood Disney bound. 
we'll see. Oh, someone, I know we're wrapping up. Someone earlier said, where do you get your Disney bounding ideas? It was Cheryl, I think, and we were chatting about something else. Um, I do skirt Pinterest a lot, but the longer I've done it, I know what outfits are comfortable to wear in parks, particularly in the hot weather. So I've got like some pantsuits and then I just think, right, I've got a grey pantsuit. What can that be? It can be Dumbo, it can be Thumper. And I've started doing it a bit backwards. But I do go on Pinterest a lot for ideas. Other than that. Right. Good. Okay, I'm going to wrap up now. So thank you all very much for joining us. Check out the Captain Jack's vlogs. We're going to be far more professional looking next week. There's no yeah. reason why we shouldn't <laughs> we be won't be pressure on us. We won't be sat in front of a... Uh, a aqua blue horrible curtain yeah well and if we are i'll be there as well yeah Yeah. there's no reason why we shouldn't all be sat in our various ride vehicles looking absolutely glorious next week um with pumpkins and various other halloween things we might have some nutella and laughing cow treats let's see how the week goes so i Hmm. hope you're going to join us for that it will definitely be a fun one we'll all be grateful for it you've been fabulous in the chat today thank you for making this show a show because we came into it with nothing we've gone out with happy hearts but for now (laughs) thank you very much third seven disney street bands we will see you later goodbye bye oh we have to stop this stream now Bye. Well, well, well.